BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirshner. The person investigating the Georgia state election crimes of Donald Trump and his associates, Fannie Willis, is now signaling where her investigation is headed. Here's Glenn. So friends, are you like me? Are you good and ready to have Donald Trump held accountable for even just some of his crimes? Well, today in court, we heard a prosecutor say, in the most direct and concrete way to date, that criminal charges are coming. That prosecutor is Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fawny Willis. And DA Willis has been quietly, aggressively, relentlessly, you know, sort of sawing the justice wood in front of her, investigating the Georgia state election crimes of Donald Trump and his corrupt associates. And today, there was a court hearing. Let me set it up. And then we'll turn to some of the reporting about what District Attorney Fawny Willis said in court today, and we're going to focus on two words in particular. But here's the setup. In Georgia, they have an unusual two grand jury system. One grand jury can hear evidence from willing witnesses, witnesses who are amenable to coming in and testifying about what they know and that grand jury can return indictments. They can vote out charges against people. However, if a grand jury needs to use its subpoena power to compel reluctant witnesses, difficult witnesses, combative witnesses, people who in the worst way do not want to appear before the grand jury and testify about the crimes of others, then the district attorney needs to ask the judge to impanel a special grand jury for that purpose. So for the last several months, Fawny Willis has been quietly, systematically, and aggressively presenting those uncooperative witnesses to the special grand jury. We learned today that she presented 75 witnesses to the special grand jury, including people who desperately did not want to testify about the Georgia state election crimes of Donald Trump. People like Rudy Giuliani and Mike Flynn and Lindsey Graham. Right? They all ran to court trying to avoid having to testify. Fawny Willis beat every last one of them, and they all appeared before the special grand jury. That special grand jury recently concluded its work, and it issued a report. Now, that report is under seal. It's private. We don't know what's in it yet. But generally speaking, that report contains information about the evidence that the special grand jury developed and recommendations about whether that evidence supports bringing criminal charges, supports indicting people, and if so, who should be indicted. So some news media outlets brought suit to try to get that report 
made public, get it unsealed, throw it out in the public square so we can all see what the special grand jury found. And today there was a court hearing and Fannie Willis appeared as the prosecutor in that court hearing and she was arguing to the judge that that report should absolutely not be made public. Not yet. Now, let me finish kind of the procedural aspect of where things are going from here and then we'll turn to today's reporting about this court hearing. What will happen next is that report that was issued by the special grand jury will now be provided to the regular grand jury, the grand jury with the power to indict, and Fawny Willis will either ask them to indict or not ask them to indict. That's the next step in the process. Now, against that backdrop, with all of that in mind, here is today's reporting from Reuters about the court hearing in Georgia. Headline, charging decision in Trump election case imminent. Georgia prosecutor says. And that article begins, a Georgia prosecutor investigating Donald Trump's efforts to overturn his defeat in the state's 2020 presidential election told a judge on Tuesday that decisions on whether to bring criminal charges are, quote, imminent. Fawny Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, spoke at a hearing on whether to publicly release the final report from a special grand jury that spent months examining the Trump campaign's actions. She urged County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney to keep the report secret for now, warning that future defendants could argue that unsealing the document hurt their right to a fair trial, among other concerns. Now friends, before I talk about my two favorite words in that reporting, let me first quote precisely what D.A. Willis said in court today. She said, quote, we think for future defendants to be treated fairly, it's not appropriate at this time to have this report released. And then D.A. Willis went on to say, decisions are imminent. And in the context of the discussion they were having, she was clearly talking about charging decisions charging decisions are, quote, imminent. Okay, you can probably guess what my two favorite words are. The first one, defendants, plural, not defendant singular, defendants, plural. Why is that such an important word for D.A. Willis to have chosen in explaining why she opposes the release of this report publicly at the moment? She said, because it would be unfair to the defendants in the future. Boy, that word tells us a lot. Why? Well, if the special grand jury report concluded that there was insufficient evidence to charge anybody, or it recommended against charging people, there would be no defendants in the future. So that is a clear indication that the special grand jury in its report said there's enough evidence to charge and here are the people, the defendants, we are recommending be charged. So yes, defendants is an important word, a word intentionally chosen by D.A. Willis to communicate where her investigation is headed. And friends, my second favorite word that D.A. Willis used 
charging decisions are imminent. I mean, how long have we waited for accountability to come for Donald Trump for just some of his crimes? Many of them caught on audio recordings or video recordings, and yet it has been years and there has been no accountability. So yeah, the word imminent in connection with D.A. Willis's charging decisions sounds pretty good to me. Gets my justice juices flowing. Maybe it gets yours flowing as well. So the fact that charges are imminent, indictments are imminent, accountability is coming soon. We don't know if imminent means months, weeks, or days. It feels like, given everything we know about the length and scope of Fonnie Willis's investigation, imminent could be a matter of just a couple or a few weeks, but we don't yet know that. But what I do know, and I know in my bones as a former career prosecutor, is based on what we heard Fonnie Willis say today, the person who is in charge of the criminal investigation of Donald Trump's Georgia state election crimes, the Vegas odds just went up of Donald Trump being held accountable for the election crimes he inarguably committed in Georgia. So it feels like maybe at long last, at least for some of his crimes, justice is coming for Donald Trump. And justice matters. Coming up next, Glenn talks about even more criminal convictions in the January 6th insurrection trials. This is Justice Matters. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. More criminal convictions of seditious conspiracy were handed down to more Oath Keepers by two juries in the federal courts of Washington, D.C. Here's Glenn. So friends, today we had a little bit of a bright spot on the legal landscape. You know, I don't always want to focus on the big dark cloud. Sometimes we have to look for that little bit of silver lining peeking out. Today, a jury in federal court in Washington, D.C. convicted four more defendants, four more oath keepers of the deadly serious crime of seditious conspiracy, the attempted violent overthrow of our government. Here is today's reporting from the New York Times. Headline, four more oath keepers members convicted of sedition in second trial. And that article begins, 
four members of the far-right Oath Keepers militia were found guilty of seditious conspiracy on Monday for their roles in trying to keep Donald Trump in office after his 2020 election defeat, nearly two months after the group's leader, Elmer, don't call him Stuart, Elmer Stuart Rhodes was convicted of the same offense in a separate trial in November. A jury in federal district court in Washington also found the four defendants guilty of two separate conspiracy charges. And friends, while I'm at it, this wasn't the only criminal conviction handed down by a jury in federal court in Washington, D.C. today. Remember this Yahoo? This guy who was photographed during the insurrection, during the attack on the U.S. Capitol, cooling his heels on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's desk. Well, this Yahoo coincidentally made headlines in Yahoo News today. Headline, Capitol rioter who put feet on Pelosi desk convicted. And that article reads in part, in a separate Washington courtroom Monday, separate from the Oath Keepers trial, Robert Barnett, the man famously photographed on January 6th with his feet on a desk in House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, was convicted of disrupting Congress and other crimes. The convictions brought to around 530, the number of people who have been found guilty or pleaded guilty for taking part in what prosecutors have called an insurrection to keep Trump in the White House after his election loss. More than 950 people have been arrested for taking part, most on lesser charges of illegally entering the Capitol or causing property damage. But more than 280 have been charged with assaulting law enforcement officers and 50 with serious conspiracy crimes. So yes, lots of people have been held accountable, are being held accountable, but I feel compelled to add this. In a related story, neither Donald Trump nor any of his criminal associates who are responsible, criminally responsible for organizing, funding, orchestrating, inciting the insurrection, not a single one has been arrested, charged, indicted, tried, convicted, imprisoned, as have so many of the boots of the insurrection. Donald Trump's foot soldiers, the ones he lied to, told them their vote was stolen, their election was rigged, their president was being unlawfully taken away from them. The dupes and the seditious conspirators, the people who Donald Trump directed to attack the Capitol that day, they're the ones paying the price. They're the ones being tried, convicted, and imprisoned all the while Donald Trump golfs. And that's got to change because justice matters. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.